Hi, my name is Josh McCarthy, and I want to welcome you to another edition of our Ask the Experts Weekend here on 104.5 WOKV. And this show is dedicated to you, the workforce of today and tomorrow. Pete, the job guy, Langlois, introduces his listeners to the most innovative companies, and he explores the career journeys behind some of the world's most influential individuals. And this is all done with an honest and oh-so-entertaining filter that is unique to Pete, the job guy, Langlois. Take it away, Pete. All you hard workers, I'd love to congratulate you first thing on the show today for making such a great decision. And that decision that you made that I'm congratulating for you for is listening to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy. This is a show dedicated to you, the workforce of today and tomorrow. We provide tips and information that'll help you to be more successful and more effective in your current role and in your career all down the way. What we also do, too, is introduce you to some of Jacksonville's most influential people, right? And they tell us about their career journeys and the great organizations they represent, and they share a world of information that's going to help you to be a better person. Or it might just save your life, doggone it. So we're glad you're here. With me today is my co-host, Eric Hot Sauce Ross. <laughs> uh, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, zany guy. Sorry, I know it's weird. I'm <laughs> color commented. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm over ca- uh, caffeinated today. Yeah, me too. Me too. We'll get there. We'll get there. Because <laughs> it think, uh, circles into diabetes, which we'll also get to. Oh, yes, yes. Look, I'm glad you just said that because we're going to learn today about type 1 diabetes. And I'm on the board of directors of Jew. Uh, JDRF, and you guys might have heard of it. We're going to learn today what is JDRF, what's type 1 diabetes, what are some of the the signs to look out for, and why it's important that each and every one of us knows this information. Today, our guest is Brooks Biagini, and Brooks is the market director for JDRF of of the Northern Florida chapter. Welcome, Brooks, to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be with you guys. Oh, I'm glad you're here year. You know, I'm going to start, Brooks, I think it's important. Let's start with a real broad brush. And what is type 1 diabetes? So type 1 diabetes is an autoimmune disease where your pancreas isn't producing insulin like it needs to, which is a hormone that breaks down food and things that we need. So like rheumatoid arthritis or other forms of autoimmune diseases, type 1 diabetes is where your pancreas doesn't produce enough insulin. So you have to count carbohydrates, give yourself insulin through shots or injections or things like an insulin pump in order to live. And it's not something that's that's curable is it right now? Right. Right now, there is no cure for type 1 diabetes. There's nothing that you can do to prevent it, to cause it. Um, It's much different than type 2 diabetes, which most people hear about, know about. Type 2 diabetes is a metabolic disorder where your body is producing insulin, but it's having trouble. Something's not helping it do its job. So you might have to take a a pill. Um, Sometimes it requires insulin. Sometimes it's genetic. Many times it's treatable, it's curable. Um, And it's a serious condition as well. It's definitely, so there's two big types of type of diabetes and uh, JDRF is primarily focused on type one diabetes. Uh, I'm going to nerd out here for a second because I I am a bit of a clinician. Mm -hmm. One of the easiest ways too is you're either born with it 
or you you get it later on in life? Is that a simple way to break it down? Kind of. So when you have an autoimmune disease, it's something's it's dormant in your body, right? Like so um, a person that has type 1 diabetes, you can be diagnosed at any age. You can be diagnosed at 12 months, at 12 years old, at 21 years old, at 45 years old. Years ago, it was very thought of as a children's disease. It was called juvenile diabetes. And um, but there are many people diagnosed as an adult. Um, JDRF scientists are studying what causes it, what triggers the onset of it. Because with an autoimmune disease, it's it, it might be that we don't know if it's environmentally triggered, if it's genetics, if there's a lot of different factors that play into it. So if you talk to parents of a child or someone who has type 1 diabetes, a lot of times they will share with you and, and you know, mama bears often know um, better than anybody. They Vicious. will share that, you know, their child had um, a virus that was, you know, really bad. And then a year later, they were onset with type 1 diabetes or, you know, there, there was some kind of moment or virus, but science, you know, scientists are hard at work to find all the reasons why. And JDRF's goal is to put ourselves out of business when we find a cure for type 1 diabetes. And right. uh, we believe it's not going to be one, one size fits all. As you'll hear today, there's several different areas of research that we're focused on where we believe it's going to be cures versus a cure for all. Right. And you know what, while you're searching for the cure, you're making lives better. JDRF is helping to fund the research that improves the lives uh, of folks with uh, T1D. And I want to get into some of those uh, things that that have, uh, uh, or uh, some of the devices and and what uh, what this research is yielding to make people's lives a little better. I want to get into that in a little bit. But um, like you said, it can happen to anybody anywhere at any time you know back in the days we I'm, I'm old we used to say there's two types of diabetes the juvenile diabetes and the sugar diabetes is what we used to say <laughs> right. uh, but it's not true Be, you know I happen to know people that were, I work with closely uh, one person whose sister out of nowhere showed some like flu-like symptoms and she was guzzling water and not feeling well mm -hmm. they bring her uh, to the hospital and uh, she's almost, I think she's 18, 19 years old, something like that. And um, and and she had type one yeah. diabetes. So yeah. it can it can really whether it, it, it complete disregard for weight, for age, for all these things. It can yeah. happen to anybody at any time. Yeah. Uh, Brooks, why don't you just share with everybody what are some of the symptoms? I know I said a couple, mm -hmm. but what are some of the symptoms to look for to, that that might indicate that someone might have type one? Absolutely. Um, so, like you said, your friend had flu-like symptoms, um, frequent urination, bedwetting. Let's just say unquenchable thirst. Um, um, fruity odor on the breath is another one, um, drowsiness, increased appetite, sudden weight loss, vision changes. These are all symptoms that you might classify. It's hard to read, right? Like mm. a lot of times people with type 1 diabetes have no family history. Sometimes they do, but some a lot of times they don't. And so, um, you know, when often I'll say this. To be the best advocate for yourself, if you um, are concerned of any of your symptoms, the best way and the easiest way is to do a blood sugar check. Um, you can go to the doctor's office. You can use an over-the-counter blood sugar meter. And your glucose level, testing your blood sugar, will tell you what your blood sugar level is. If you um, have type, a person with type 1 diabetes is going to be out of range, either really low or really high most of the time. Normal range is likely somewhere between 80 and 120 is what you hear of. Sometimes when people are diagnosed, it'll the meter will read high. 
that's mm-hmm. where the doctor says you need to go to the emergency room. There's an issue. Um, there's also something called 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 the A1C, which is, is a blood test that you can ask for from your doctor. And it does a three-month analysis of what your average blood sugar test is. And they can do that with just a simple blood draw that's life-saving is just to know your A1C. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What's more effective, a quick blood draw or an A1C draw? Um, well, the A1C, they're all, those are both the same. Just, I mean, the prick of the finger is the easiest thing you can do now. Like if you have some of these symptoms and you want to see where your blood sugar level is, but the, the A1C, it's really simple. It's just a, a, a needle. They take some of your blood and it's a quick test. Let, let me change that. I, mm-hmm. I think what's more accurate, one's on the spot, one's over time breaking down what your blood looks like. A1C. Okay. For sure. <laughs> so my, for yeah. so for parents dealing yes. with these symptoms, you could go go to a, a blood draw right mm-hmm. at your doctor's office, but an A one C might be more accurate over a long period of time. Absolutely, okay, for sure. Got it. Yep. So let's go. Let's get into JDRF. Like, yes. what, what is JDRF? Yes. So JDRF, um, formerly known as the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, was founded back in 1970 by two moms wanting to find a cure for their kids that had type 1 diabetes. It's what I love about this organization. It was founded by grassroots volunteers sitting around their kitchen table. They said, you know, we want to find a cure. What do we need to do? We got we want to raise money to fund research. Let's do it. They called their friends. They called family members. They raised a lot of money. They put it to, to science. And then now fast forward, here we are over 50 years later and more than 1.2 billion, actually near $2 billion has been funded directly to amazing. research, which is amazing. Wow. And still today, even though we're this international organization now that um, provides services and support and raises money and funds research, it's the largest private organization funding type one or funding diabetes research worldwide. Um, it it still operates in that same spirit of the founding moms. Um, you know, we're. I'm the only staff person here in Jacksonville, but yet we have an amazing board that's 25 people that Pete's part of and hundreds of volunteers that roll up their sleeves and say, put me to work. How can I help? And that's really the spirit of JDRF as a volunteer powered organization um, that really works to improve lives and cure type one diabetes every day. Right. I know Pete's answer. What what sparked this for you to say, I, I want to do this. I want to put my time into it. What what happened for you to just dive in head well, first? So right? for, for me, um, so I will. March 6th is 16 years with JDRF for Ooh, me. All right. And, Big um, milestone. And uh, when, before I was here, I was with the Arthritis Foundation, and uh, I got a call from JDRF. I hadn't heard, I was like, the fire department here in Jacksonville, <laughs> yes. the Jacksonville Fire Department. <laughs> That's Nursing. what a I'm lot like, of people think when you say it. What? So, so it's two letters. And yeah, yeah. So I really, I wasn't familiar with it. My aunt has type 1 diabetes. So when they, when I learned what it was, I, I was familiar with it. But, you know, it until it affects you personally in a real sense, it you might not think of it as much, but really what the, the straight answer is, I was really impressed with the focused, um, the mission focus and the, uh, it was something I could get behind. It was very efficient and effective. You want me to raise money to fund research to do this? And so it was, it, I believe in it. And since I've never been around a more passionate group of families that are involved and um, just put it all out there. So that's what sparked my my interest in wanting to be part of it. 16 years later, here you right. are still yes. talking about it. Yeah. Yes. You know what I always say, if I'm going to get involved in any type of a cause or a charity, 
I have to know that I'm making a difference. Like that charity uh, or that cause that my money and my time, my effort is making a difference. And with JDRF, it's measurable. I, I feel that yeah. sense of, wow, we are making a yeah. difference in people's lives on our way to finding the cure. So I'm proud to be on the board of directors. Mm -hmm. The other thing is I want to feel appreciated. I think I have a, a basic need because I've given to other charities and, you know, maybe I get a form letter or I mm -hmm. get a, maybe I get nothing, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the folks that I meet, uh, the people that are affected uh, and those families, you know, when they shake my hand, look me in the eye, I say, thank you so much for all you do. It makes me feel, you know, really, really good that I'm part of something special. Well, oh, wait a second, folks. That music tells us right now we got to take a short break and listen to this message from our show sponsor. Not easy for me to say. You're listening to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy on 104.5 WOKV. Hey Jacksonville, it's me, Angie Langlois, one of the managing partners here to Ascenda Resources in Jacksonville, Florida. Ascenda Resources is an award-winning, certified minority-owned staffing firm that specializes in placing highly skilled professionals on a temporary, temp to perm, or direct hire basis. Call the true professionals at Ascendo today because despite the current challenges, our talented recruiters can find exactly what you need. Call me, Angie Langlois, at 904 Four seven nine nine six one zero. Welcome back, all you hard workers. That was Angie Langlois, and that was our show sponsor, Ascendo Resources. I recommend you call Angie for any of your staffing needs, folks. All right, we're here with the world-famous Brooks Biagini from JDRF, and she's telling us so many things about type 1 diabetes. Brooks, uh, you've been on the show, I think it's probably your third time, and I learn every single time. I learn a little bit uh, something more, and I appreciate you. I know Eric's so got glad. a question. He's mm. dying to ask you. I am. I'm, I'm chomping at the bit here. So two-part question here, right? Yeah. First one, easy. How can people on the first coast... Oh, let's call him oh, out. Me, hey, me. we're not getting that out. Mistake, Pete's phone rang. just went off. <laughs> phone rang. That's a $3 fine. Um, to JDRF. So, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Two-part question. How can people on the First Coast get involved to support JDRF? So myself, my yep, family, sure. but also mm -hmm. close friends of ours, young parents, young kids, couple diagnoses lately. How do mm -hmm. parents who are dealing with juvenile diabetes, deal with it, get in touch, and find resources to help them out. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. And I, I know this will be able to help listeners is that if you or a loved one has been diagnosed with type 1 diabetes recently, you should have received a bag of hope. If, it, if it's an adolescent, they would have received a bag of hope on site at like, if it's local in Wolfson Children's Hospital, Advent Help, Nemours. Um, if they're an adult, they would have received an adult toolkit for type 1 diabetes um, through some of our partners at Mayo Clinic and at Baptist. If they, if you did not and you're listening or if you have a friend who didn't receive it, you can go on to JDRF.org and you'll see a, a tab called resources that you can click on and you can request a bag of hope. It's got Rufus the teddy bear, Rufus the bear with diabetes, and it's got places on his body marked where kids can, and parents can practice giving insulin injections. It's got some a Pink Panther book full of um, information about the basics of carbohydrate counting. There's a book for little, special little ones, elementary age. There's a book in there called Rufus um, Goes to School. So when you return to school after a diagnosis of type 1 diabetes, it's a fantastic book to read and share with your classmates and your teacher um, that can be read um, to 
for that. Now, so those, those are great resources at the point of diagnosis, it. but it. it continues. So yeah. that is just the beginning. And often those resources are provided. Like Pete said, you're in a fog when you're first diagnosed. I mean, you're, you're taking on so much information at the point of diagnosis and it's a limited amount of time that you get at the hospital or at the doctor's office. So then you go home and you're expected, you literally insulin and carbohydrate counting and this it's your life is literally depending on it and it you become a mathematician overnight. So there's there's so much, right? So the real to me the the huge benefit that JDRF provides is community for type 1 diabetes. So whether you're an adult, a child, a family, we really um, there are resources. We have volunt- outreach volunteers, we call them, and they serve as mentors to those that are also in the journey. So if if someone that's listening or a friend wants to be connected with somebody else in their community, whether it's in Tampa, Jacksonville, Orlando, or anywhere across the country, they can go to jdrf.org, click on resources, and and request to be connected to the type one community. And you'll get a phone call or an email to take the first steps necessary to find somebody in your area. We try to find somebody that's around the same age and in the same community when possible. And we marry that. That's part one. And then the part two is, um, like, for instance, we're planning, I'm so glad we're finally yes. coming back together in person. But in April, we're planning a family picnic in here in Jacksonville for all the families with type 1 diabetes. Um, so I think it's Sunday, April 3rd. Um, this is breaking news. Um, but it, it'll be um, a really a great chance. We do it a couple times a year, some kind of function where, um, and it's cool, we have sponsors that underwrite it. So it's another way to support. It doesn't take away from our research dollars, but we're able to provide a free opportunity for families to come together. And there's... It's today's real age support group, if you will. Are you taking on sponsors? We welcome them. Do you hear that, listeners? If you have a business and want to sponsor something, reach out. JDRF. Can can I tell you, like, this is, it's it's interesting because JDRF has so many wonderful events that uh, are not only fun, but they they really build that sense of community. Uh, A diagnosis for type 1 diabetes is life-changing, and it takes a village. It really does to uh, to go it alone, it, it's uh, it, it is is not something that should be considered. You should talk to other folks, and JDRF connects to people to that that true sense of community with people who care. They're passionate, and they'll they'll do anything they can to help you. And and I've seen that that again and again and again. That's why I'm I'm proud to be a part of it. And and speaking about events, I know you you mentioned that uh, the the community picnic that that you're going to have, which is phenomenal, April 3rd. Uh, And I know JDRF.org, they'll be able to get all the information, JDRF.org. But also you have the One Walk coming up. And we did it virtually not too terribly long ago. But the events that JDRF puts together, they're top-notch, first-class. They bring a a world of good, uh, a lot of money, a lot of support. The sponsors get out there. Pete, the job guy, is always proud to be a sponsor of the events. But let's hear about the One Walk, because I really want to hear about that, because that's an event – an in-person event that's a lot of fun. In person? Yes, yeah. that people right. need We're to back. get involved I with. I mean, Tell so excited. Thank you. It. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so we are so excited to come back together on Saturday, May 21st. I'm here in Jacksonville at the UNF, University of North Florida at Hodges Stadium. Um, we will, It's a great family fun morning. for. We have corporate teams and family teams. You can sign up at walk.jdrf.org. It's a great just morning of fun. I think 
registration opens at 8. The walk starts at 9. It's a non-competitive sort of an event, three-mile with a one-mile option. You come out. You eat. Firehouse Subs is there. They feed us sandwiches after the walk, um, which is wonderful. There's um, family fun area for kids. Um Sunbelt just came on board for a sponsorship again this year, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's a great way for if you have friends and family, it's a great place to come out together and support each other, and it's really a day of celebration. The hard work of, of the walk, as we know, as a fundraiser is raising the money in advance, and that's really a fun day of celebration. So, Can I tell you something yes, here? Yes, please. Brooks, and for, to all the listeners, if you, if you join the Pete the Job Guy team, yes. not only do you get a free Pete the Job Guy certified hard work a t-shirt, but I will match your contribution dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Wow. So I'm going to tell you something. We're mm. gonna, we're Pete, awesome. Team Pete the Job Guy is going to make a serious donation That's to the awesome. cause. So don't start my Thank own team. You. Just join yours is what yes. I'm hearing. You can start your own team. But you, you know, you better bring some heat if you think you're going to beat me. <laughs> but please be on my team. Be May on my 21st. team. May twenty first. May twenty first at UNF. Yes. Okay. That's right. That's right. Outstanding. Uh oh. Uh oh. Josh, are we coming? Where are we at right now? Do we got to tell? We got two minutes before we go to break. We got a time for uh, a little bit. Uh, we got one more question, Eric. Go ahead. You asked this one. So you said the the event at UNF again. That's my alma mater. I love that place. It's non competitive. Yes. What about weirdos who just love competition? They want to spread for three miles. I mean, to each... Stay home. Don't you, come out. You can. You, you might want to choose to stay at the, the track and run around the circle. So, you, But, you know, we usually have about 3,000 people that come uh, out. That was my um, next question. Yeah, so usually it's a good crowd, so it's a little... It's hard place to really run and, and stay with the group. But if you want to be that guy, that lone that lone ranger, you can. But there's a lot of vendor tents. There I, I is. remember going like you go, you have your food food yes. and drink tents over here, and you go to each vendor tent yes. and talk to the folks that are there. They're yes. representing their their products, goods and services yep. and stuff. Jokes oh. aside, forget yep. competition. Three thousand people pre COVID. Let's try to get yeah. it to five thousand people this year. I mean, that would May twenty first at UNF. We we promise we're doing everything good we're praying away covid you know that our protocols in place it'll be family fun um, again, good team building. If you have a company and we, we've gotten real creative over the past year, so we can provide some education and kickoffs for anybody listening that wants to form a, a small team at their work or a big team. We can we'll, we have other volunteers and, and folks that are willing to help educate and uh, inspire and families that are willing to share their stories. And, and that's what it's all about is is furthering awareness. Right. So. You know what? I'm going to put some information out on uh, my website, Pete thejobguy.com real easy you can always see me on linkedin you know it's pete the job guy or pete langlois on linkedin and i'll put uh some links there i want people to sign up for my team too because yes. i want to have mm. a great big team and i want your dollars to be doubled so uh so yes. we'll, we'll take that real far guys that music tells us we're coming to the bottom of the hour break join us for the second half on of hard worker with pete the job guy on 104.5 wokv you're listening to Hard Work with Pete the Dot Guy and Rowana Point Five WKV. Welcome back, all you hard workers. Oh, 
I love the the, the welcoming bit back of, of the, the the show for the second half where Josh's daughter Adeline says, "Welcome back, all you are. Oh, it's it's awesome, and she's uh, she's just cute as a button, and she's uh, she's a future radio star. But she's awesome, and I'm glad that she does that each and every week for us. Today, our guest is Brooks Biagini with JDRF, and we're, we've learned so much about type one diabetes. We've learned a lot, but we have to learn a little bit more. And Eric, what's uh, what do we have next to ask Brooks? Oh, so many questions here. Not really. I think I have one or two for you, but I, I guess a parent who's not dealing with juvenile diabetes, type one diabetes in any capacity, but knows people that are, how do I get involved as an outside resource? How can I support other than stroking a check to the foundation, which I'll try to do? How do we get involved? Absolutely. That's a great question. And and we welcome everybody to get involved. First of all, join Pete's walk team. Um, (laughs) Second of all, I think, you know, we're always looking for volunteers that bring different skills and expertise to contribute to um, reaching our goals. So if, if, even if you don't have a direct connection, there's, if you want to be involved, we have board members who don't have a direct connection who are inspired by others who do that want to, you know, rally the troops. We all know somebody who has type one diabetes Mm -hmm. and we all have different skills. We all have people in our networks. You can, you can all build a team of walkers. You can give dollars. I mean, dollars are we need money to fill, to fulfill our yeah. mission, you know, so um, donations are always welcome. But if you can open the door, a door opener for JDRF is huge. I mean, to any organization, right? If you, every, we all know people. So sharing that network is a huge, another idea on how you can help. Love it. Second question. I, um, there's probably some kids dealing with diabetes, right? Have you ever read the Harry Potter books? I have not, Okay, sadly. do you know who Voldemort is? I do. He, it is he who will not be named, I think they call him. It's like COVID, right? I don't like yes. saying COVID, we shouldn't talk about it. But how has COVID affected JDRF? What changes are you seeing now? Um, COVID has impacted every part, every fiber of JDRF. Um, it has not deterred our, the determination and passion of those volunteers and staff that are committed to our mission. But um, like everybody, we've had challenges, um, upon challenges, upon more challenges. We reduced our staff footprint by 40%. We closed Mm. offices, restructured operations, and have learned new ways of doing business over the past two years. Um, We are a grassroots organization. Our fundraising comes through two signature events primarily here in our in our backyard, um, a gala in the fall and a walk in the spring. So when COVID came, it forced everything to go virtual and it was like, no in person, what? Mm. You know, we don't get government funding. We don't get United Way funding. We are grassroots. And, and, so. and that Miracles Gala that we have every year and uh, Pete the Job Guy is proud yes. to sponsor the bar. I get everybody yes. liquored up so that they <laughs> so that they donate more and yeah. they real that silent auction yes. uh, is killer and it, yes. the the, the big auction's yes. great. Yeah. Um it, I've never had more fun than those events and then COVID hit. Yeah. And we had to do mm. it virtually. But guess yeah. what? We did it. We did it. We did it. So I would say for me and for the organization, I think that it has been extremely challenging, but there's definitely silver linings now that I mean, I don't think we're at the end of it yet, but I think we're still going through it, but we've survived the past two years. Um, but we're all like having to work new muscles and skills that we have. And, um, you know, I look at Pete and running a business and Angie and, you know, thriving and there's different things that we can choose to to 
to look at as we're learning these new skills when we have to pivot to, you know, closing the offices and going to virtual and not being able to do things how they've always been done. It's hard. Like for me, like I said, I've been here 16 years and had to learn new ways of doing pretty much everything. Um, we will be better for it in the end, I feel. It's, you know, it's very challenging, but um, it's, you know, it's really caused us to lean into the power of the volunteer staff partnership. And there's a lot of silver linings in between that. But I I say with COVID, you know, I'm looking, I don't think we're ever going to go back to like we were. Yep. I think that it's causing us to evolve to new things. Like Pete, we didn't have a gala this past November, but we evolved it to a party with a twist on our historic gala. that was gala. freaking awesome. It was too. awesome, right? So we party with a purpose. It like, was great. We were know? outdoors. Yeah. It was at um, the sawgrass yeah. kind of lawn out back. It, we, the weather was perfect. Yeah. We were outdoors. So, yeah. you know, the, the COVID yeah. uh, thing was better. We were kind of distanced a little bit. Yeah. But you know what? We all dressed up. We had a great time, and we raised something like five hundred yes. plus thousand yes. dollars to help you know find a cure yeah. for type one D. So fun silver time, lining, fun yep. event, big payout that yep. helps a lot of people. Silver lining, you said it. You work new muscles, things change. But if you're just joining us now, we have to reiterate: April third, there's an event. Yes, and April. 21st, there's an event. So May 21st. Person, May 21st. You got it. The walk. Yes. yes. May 21st. Again, you got it. We're yes. back, baby. In yes. person. Yes. So. Yes. Oh, Let's do it. wait a second. Ladies and gentlemen, that music tells us right now that it's time to play Lightning Round. Lightning Round is a trivia game where I ask Brooks Biagini, our guest today, to compete against Eric Ross, co host of the show. I'm going to ask Uh-oh. trivia questions, okay. and whoever gets to, whoever answers the most correctly is the winner. If it is a tie, Josh will choose the winner, and he's going to choose Brooks. Yes. Okay. Wait a sec. Let, let's make this interesting, Pete. So our questions today, our topic is about stars, celebrities, Ooh, and influencers. I like that. So, Brooks, you go first. Which actor appeared in films Face Off and Ghost Rider? Uh, it wasn't Mel Gibson, was I it? got this one. No. Nope. Okay. Nicholas Cage. Oh, Nicholas Cage is correct. Yeah, oh, Josh, right, one to nothing, Eric. You're wow. Right. All right. I don't know celebrities. Congrats. That's my guy, though. Congrats. Okay. So, uh, Brooks, this goes to you now. And it, this is the way the show goes. I make the rules. Okay. <laughs> Who played, what actor played Wolverine? Oh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman Rawr. is correct. It is one to one. Okay. Question number three. Eric, yeah, which a- actress won the Oscar for Best Actress in 2003? <laughs> Come on. No idea. My wife will murder me. I'm guessing who, who was in Titanic. But that was 99. I, I don't know. I quit. I'm out of here. <laughs> Brooks, 2003. Meg Ryan? I have uh... The answer was Nicole Kidman. Oh. oh. This one is real rough, and this one goes, uh, unfortunately, Brooks, this is to you. The young Victoria was played by which British actress? Oh, gosh. I have no clue on this one. Me neither. Next. That is absolutely 100%. Know this one, Denzel Washington. No, no, that would be Emily Blunt. Okay. Eric, this one goes to you. now, Josh knows the answer to a lot of these. It's funny because I asked Josh and I played early. I wanted to see if these were easy or not. Okay. The tough ones were tough, but the ones that I wasn't sure about, he got them all right. <laughs> and uh, this one, uh, was is this to you, Eric, I believe? or is this Fire away. Okay. How old was Coco Goff when she beat Venus Williams? 
17. 18. You 19, only get one. 20. 21. Uh, 22. Wrong. 15. 15? She was very, very young. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wow. now let's. I'm going to. I have to go to some easier ones. Oh, gosh. Who All is right. a celebrity that has type 1 diabetes? Ooh. Curveball. No, I know. Uh, the lead singer of. Uh, Though we both lie silently still in the dead of the night. Brad Michaels. Yeah, Brad oh, Michaels. Yeah, I like yes. this curveball. Eric Pasley. Oh. Okay. Oh. Anyone else? Oh, yes. I'm going to research this now. Who do you okay. have? Uh, I'm going to quiz you now. I have no idea. No, this is great. So people know yes. celebrities who Absolutely. make a living. Absolutely. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for the easy one. Josh, is it still one-to-one? That's it. All right. Okay, this one goes to Brooks. Who did Forbes name as the youngest self-made billionaire in 2019? Mark Zuckerberg? Nope. No. Darn it. That's the crypto guy, I believe. Oh. Oh. Kylie Jenner. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, my, my wife's going to be mortified at right. any of these. Hey, I'm going to keep going. Keep going. The it's last, one to one. The, the, it's last one to one. The, the, the last one's know. a layup. <laughs> Woo, I don't know any of these. <laughs> the last one's a, a layups right here. Brooks, in which U.S. city... Is Broadway located? New York. Yes. All right, Eric, easy. Now, what is the longest running Broadway show? Mm. (laughs) I love that this is easy again. Um, Aladdin? No, I'm kidding. No. I have no idea. Okay. Mm. Jersey, Jersey, Jersey Boys. Boys. Nope. Yep. I want to say Wicked or Lion King. Okay, that's what Josh out. said. Really? It's from the opera. The opera. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's throw in. Throw in. All right. Or cats. All okay. right. And oh. I, I'm just going to say you guys did so poorly. I don't even think I... <laughs> I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you both a tie and say that you, <laughs> you've just played lightning round and you lost. Woo! All right, Brooks, we're going to get you out of here in just a second. This is a question that we ask all our guests right at the end, right before they, they walk out. You're going to give us some content contact information we're going to give you a chance to say that but if, if we had a time machine mm-hmm. right and you could go back in time and meet 19 20 year old brooks and mm-hmm. just give your young younger self some advice you know oh, you gosh. walk up you put your hand right on young brooks's shoulder and say honey let me just tell you this what what advice would you give young brooks Oh, that's a tough one. I would say lean on people that are wiser and don't be afraid to ask for help and and be humble and and own your mistakes and forge ahead wow with that advice i'm going to tell you that's words to live by brooks let's get some jdrf contact information how can people reach out to you get more information learn about one walk and learn about uh type 1 diabetes and uh and, and jdrf Yes, the best way is to go to our website, JDRF.org. Visit us on Facebook or Instagram, JDRF Northern Florida. Or you can you can call us at 904-739-2101. Thank you so much for being Thank with you. us today, Brooks. Thank yes, you. Yes, outstanding. Thank you. Thank you. And Mary Tyler Moore was the other one. Oh, <laughs> any more? <laughs> There's more. Send the list. That'll be the next <laughs> speed round. Yeah. Yes. Welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Ross here. Somehow I got uh, convinced to co-host this show with Pete the Job Guy, but here I am. Uh, incredible, incredible guest today. Pete, what was her name again? Who does she Brooks represent? Brooks Jeannie. God oh bless America. Goodness. That lady is a force of nature. I'm she kidding. Really it is. was outstanding. Hopefully you heard the whole thing. If not, it will be on social media, podcasts, et cetera. Yep. 
So I do a little segment called Common Sense Ain't So Common. It makes me laugh. It makes me smile. We'll get to that. But I like to put Pete on the spot. Oh, That's boy. what he does. He shows up, <laughs> and he makes us uncomfortable and laugh a little bit. Um, we're going to go a little human nature here. All right. I don't know if he's comfortable sharing this or not, but on the break, Pete mentioned a trip coming up in uh, how long? You got a trip coming up? Yeah, I'm going to be going to Aruba. Yep. Aruba. Is that work or play? It's, it's fun. It's a family event. A family events. Um, you don't have to share the details, but let me tell you what. If you don't know Pete the Job Guy, he is a special human being. Maybe he'll share that story with you. Maybe he won't. No, I will. I'm happy to share it. You want to share it now? Because yeah. I got my, the arms the arms on my hairs. The hairs on my arms stood up from what you just told me. I love the story. I yeah. think that sh- that helps people, man. Yeah, my, Who are you? Yeah, yeah. My, my stepmom, who's who's my mom uh, and is, is a very sweet person, passed away about a year and a half ago, and it was real tough. And she and my dad have been married for like 50 years, and they were married on uh, Valentine's Day. And every year they went to Aruba. And they had a marvelous time. The pictures are so hilarious. They met a lot of the same friends, and they went at the same time every year for two weeks, and then it turned into three weeks, and they just always went, and and they look forward to it all year. Uh, But since my mom passed away... My dad, you know, he's, you know, uh, you know, he, he's real lonely and he went uh, to Aruba by himself and it, it just wasn't the same. And uh, this year, my younger twin sisters and my older brother, Mike, uh, were all meeting my dad in Aruba uh, to spend an entire week with him and just have a great time. And uh, when we're together as a family, he's in great spirits and he's dad and we laugh and have fun and we'll all wear wigs and be dancing dancing all around the beach and have a great time like uh, 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 like he should have. He's entitled to that, you know. Oh, man, we could talk about this for, for a while. And, and again, who are we but two talking heads into a microphone? I, I just think people appreciate right now more than ever that there is a human being over here that moments are tough, moments are great, a combination of the two. So I respect you more and more every time I talk to you, Pete. You're a Thank good you man. for sharing that You're story. You're a good man. Well, it's not it's, easy to talk about on air either. But. No, but it's, 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 uh, you know, it, that's one big thing that, that, um, I, I, I think about my life and my existence and it's important for me to give back, right? That's the whole premise of the show is to help people, right? And, uh, what I do for a living is I help people find jobs and I help companies, what you do for a living is you help people. You, you've made a, a living in the same space is, is, is helping people, right? You know, right now you're helping people uh, and companies with, with uh, benefits and, to, to, and, and it's, it goes a lot deeper than that. But, you know, it's just something that you're either geared to do that or maybe you're not. Correct. And and let's not let's not lie here. It, it can be a lucrative career, right? You can help people and, and make a good living, right? I, I I always say there's no shame in cashing a big check. Yeah. There isn't. And if I, for me, the more people I help, the more money I make. And that is a fair statement. So I want to help everybody. Outstanding. <laughs> but one, it is part of my nature, too. One other line, too. I, one of the first times I met him, 10 dimes make a dollar. I, I don't know why that one stood out. Everyone wants to make $100 every transaction. Action. Ten yeah. dimes make a dollar. Yep. A dollar adds up. Hundred dollars equals a hundred dollars. If yeah, if you look at my business primarily, it's it's made up 
of a lot of small transactions, a whole lot of small transactions versus trying to hit these major home runs and, you know, do executive placements for, you know, these huge, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of helping people in that, that middle America space, uh, you know, so it's a little different. We're going to be quick here on Common Sense Ain't So Common, then we're going to do a bunch of free plugs over here for uh, Pete the Job Guy. But so Common Sense Ain't So Common, right? We try to share professional wisdom, some real stories, some comical, some serious Today, we're going to talk about two people. Same office, one of them, body language Betty and slouching Susie, right? You've probably met them both. Pete, have you met them both? Uh, yes, but Pete, let's hear more about them. Pete is in here standing up, smiling, shaking hands, right? Our, our guests are always coming in happy, engaged. And then there's slouching Susie who just kind of bends over and, and doesn't smile and engage, the power of body language. It seems underrated, seems like common sense, but I'm telling you, sit upright, smile, firm handshake, eye contact, it's common sense. But again, somehow it's not so common. Have you met a slouching Susan? Have I? Yeah. Yes. You know, it's... it's um People miss opportunities uh, for the failure to engage and, and the failure to be um, in the moment. You know, you don't always have to be, you know, uh, an extrovert, but, you know, that sitting upright and, and looking and being aware, greeting people, smiling, that sets you apart because for some people, they, it's not common sense. But for, for a lot of people, it is. And those are the people that sometimes don't get looked over. And, uh, you know, we'll be the ones that are, are recognized. You, you nailed it right. And again, we say common sense ain't so common. Sit upright, smile, firm handshake, have good body language. Don't be slouching Susan. By the way, if you're looking for greener pastures, you're in a job hunts, call my guy, Pete the Job Guy. I assure you, he will help you find greener pastures. That's what I do, Pete the Job Guy. You can email me, Pete, at PeteTheJobGuy.com, or you can call me, 904-999-4878. And if you are a, let's say you're running a business, you're a business leader, and you know it's hard to attract and retain top talent right now, the people that everybody's looking for, in order to do that, I always say you have to build a better mousetrap. You know, and one of the best ways you as an employer can entice the, the qualified candidates that you want is your benefit package that you offer them. And, you know, it's not okay to walk around with your 2019 benefits because the market has changed. If you need to have an analysis done of your benefit offerings, I recommend that you call Eric Ross at 212 Benefits. Let's hear it, Eric. Here I am, Eric Ross, 904-382-0854, but... Pete the job guy. I'm telling you, call him. You got his direct phone number. I text him all the time randomly at 2 in the morning. It's amazing. <laughs> hey, guys, this next part of the show is one of my favorite parts. This is where we have Boston Danny give us this great update about Boston and tell us all about his sports teams and make us laugh a little bit. But he also does shout-outs for you and for your special someone. So if you know somebody that has a birthday, an anniversary, or maybe they made your workday just a little bit brighter and you want to recognize them for it, send me an email. Send an email to Pete at PeteTheJobGuy.com. I'll put that email in Boston Danny's hot hands and uh, he'll give you a wicked piss a shout-out like only Boston Danny can with no further ado. Let's get this week's Boston Update with Boston Danny. Hey, Jacksonville. Danny here with your Northern Update. Well, it's been bitter cold up here. We've had a couple ice storms, and 
We had another blizzard. It was pretty good, but I got my skiing in. We're going. We're, my season's open for that, and I have a lot of fun. Went up last weekend with my uh, my friend Brian, and hopefully we'll get a few more. It's a bit of cold up there in New Hampshire, but hey, that's where the snow is. I like it up there. So everything's going good with the sports here. We got the Bruins. They're rocking and rolling. The Celtics are doing all right. You know, we'll see what the the Pats do. With, and, uh, you know, with uh, the baseball lockout, I'm kind of getting a little worried now, but I want the I want the Red Sox to start up. Then I know it's springtime in New England. Uh, Super Bowl, go Bengals. So we got this tradition up here. It's called the Beanpot Tournament. It's a hockey tournament, invitational. It's played by the four major uh, colleges up here, BC, BU, Northeastern, and Harvard. They all got fine hockey teams, so... Uh, it happens, it's been continuous ever since uh, 1952. Last year they couldn't play it because of the COVID, but you know, Northeastern's the reigning champs. We had a, a, a game last, we had the semifinals last weekend and Northeastern and BC have come out on top. A couple interesting things, it's always played in February. Uh, the first Monday in, uh, second Monday in February. In 1978, uh, we had the blizzard of 78s and you know a few hundred people got stuck in the garden they had to stay there a couple days it made it pretty interesting for that uh, bc eagles there they're pretty much the champs they've won it the most i think it's 34 times but northeastern's been the uh the the, the reigning champ so far so they've run it the past five years that they've had it so hopefully they'll get it in again we got um a couple other things is uh they call it the, the you know, the, um, the, they call it trophy season. Any team that wins the uh, bean pot, usually if they get into the NCAA, go ahead and they'll win the, uh, they'll, they'll win the NCAA title. So it's kind of a law that if you win the bean pot, you get a good shot of going in there. It's the biggest hockey tournament other than the um, uh, Frozen Four. So it's good to know what's going on with that. So we got your shout outs here. You get them out to me, I'll mangle them up for you. That's what I do for you. Your birthdays, your anniversaries, send them into the show and I'll get them on the air for you. So I want to wish a wicked happy birthday and uh, you know, all that piss of stuff to a uh, belated birthday for uh, Laurie Cooney and that comes from her family. And then there's Jody uh, Fuquay, thank goodness. And uh, happy birthday to you, kid. We have Aaron Novak, Bobby Marks, Tim Hamilton, Skip Benoit, and that comes from Chrissy and Robin Williams. So remember, you know, get your uh, birthday shouts in. You have a wicked piss of birthday, folks. Brothers and sisters in Jacksonville, enjoy yourself. I will talk to you next week. Peter, remember all our first responders, our military retired and active duty, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, folks, you did it. You just listened to Hard Worker with Pete the Job Guy. And occasionally Eric Ross. <laughs> Maybe permanently. 104.5 WOKV. Woo!